Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in Amazing. some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Should the media pursue the Hunter Biden story, quote, wherever it leads. Take a listen to this. I want to get your views on this, and I know I can ask you this question. I was hoping to get, uh, it's an issue related to the China discussion. You're a voracious reader. I know you probably saw this yesterday. It is the New York Post that talks about uh, President Biden, his son's uh, business dealings in China. It's the, it's the New York Post. It's not the Washington Post. It's not the, uh, the New York Times. In your view, would you say there's been a reluctance uh, for major media outlets to pursue that story. Um, and is that okay, do you think? And, or is it important? Do you feel it's important that we follow the evidence here to see where it all leads, whether uh, the president's son benefited from influence peddling or whether even the president himself 
may have benefited uh, President Biden himself from influence peddling. Is it a story? Is it a story? They're actually asking the question, these scumbags at CNBC. Is it, a, is it actually a story? How would it, let, let, let me ask you this question. How would it not be a story? Can, can somebody answer that question? How, how is this not a story? How could it not be a story? How would it be possible for this to somehow not be a story that is a story that everybody should be looking at? The president of the United States of America went and peddled influence when he was the president and the vice president of the United States of America. Is that not a story? Of course it's a story. The question is, how have we not been covering it? But this guy sits there with a straight face like, look, I mean, I mean, should we should we even report on this? Should we even look at where it leads? You think they would be doing this if it was Donald Trump's son in office? Come on. Um, and is that OK, do you think? And, or is it important? Do you feel it's important that we follow the evidence here to see where it all leads? Whether- do, do you feel like it's important to follow the evidence to where it all leads? What type of journalistic question is that? Do you follow the evidence? No, no, you don't. You just shut it down because it's a Democrat and a liberal and you'd protect them at all costs. Is it, you understand how the media operates now. They're, they're actually exposing themselves in the way they're asking this question. Like, you know, should, should we even like follow the evidence? I want to get your take on this. Mr. Tom Freeman, like, I want you to answer this question. Like, should we, right? Should, should we really do this? How, you know, how does this work, right? How, how does it work? Listen, uh, the president's son benefited from influence peddling or whether even the president himself may have benefited uh, President Biden himself from influence peddling. Is it a story? Absolutely. You, you pursue these stories onto their innermost parts. Um, uh, I know The New York Times um, felt it didn't pursue it um, originally as much as it wanted to. Then it followed up, uh, as I recall, not an expert on that story. But yeah. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for getting to the truth wherever it leads. It, I just, uh, it plays into the Pelosi piece. It, it, there are people on, on the other side. I, I mean, it's amazing. Like, should we follow the evidence? Yes, you should follow the evidence. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Legacy Precious Metals. Without them, this show wouldn't be possible. And if you have not looked at gold and silver as a way to protect your hard-earned dollars against what's happening on Wall Street with inflation, it's time for you to call them and get the free investor's guide. Why? Because so many around the world are now using gold and silver, and historically they have for decades as a protection, a hedge against inflation, which is exactly what we're dealing with right now. If you're terrified to look at your retirement account, your 401k statement because of what's happening on Wall Street, that's all the more reason why you should call and get the investor's guide in gold and silver. Protect your hard-earned money and diversify. Call them and get the free investor's guide from Legacy Precious Metals. 1-866-751-2218. 1-866-751-2218 or online at So let's go back to CNN real quick and to their deep dive into Hunter, right? We just told you some of his problems, but he was a drug addict the entire time, so there's the alibi. Month in spousal support. The spreadsheet shows he fell behind, just part of a lifestyle that was financially out of control. More than 65000 owed on one credit card. He owed a $1,700 payment on a Porsche. His health care bill was back due. And the assistant, who was trying to keep track of it all, said she, too, wasn't being paid. 
I'm trying to figure out what to do about bills, Biden's then assistant asked. Pay the health care, pay the Porsche, Biden responded and told the assistant she should only pay herself half what she was owed. The emails reveal multiple warnings from banks concerning insufficient funds, deep debt, his credit card repeatedly declined. In a statement to CNN, Biden's attorney acknowledged the tax issue, saying he is current on his tax obligations and is committed to remaining so as he continues his recovery from addiction. I'm cooperating um, completely, and I am absolutely certain, 100 percent certain, that at the end of the investigation that I will be cleared of any wrongdoing. Even if Hunter Biden is never charged with a crime, that won't matter to Republicans, especially those who may chair powerful committees if the Republican Party wins the majority in Congress, like Kentucky Congressman James Comer, who promises a Hunter Biden investigation if he heads the House Oversight Committee. Hunter Biden's a shady business character. We fear that he has compromised this White House. That's why we're not going to continue to let up on these investigations, and we're going to hold somebody accountable for this. Joe Biden is not being investigated as part of the federal probe into Hunter Biden, according to sources. According to sources. So there it is. Kind of a big story, but we've given you the alibi. The alibi is Hunter Biden. Yeah, he got a bunch of emails from his accountant. They're all about his taxes. You're late, man. You're late. They want money. They're going to not give you your passport to be able to travel. Right? Then Hunter Biden's ex-wife says she had no knowledge of the ex-husband's financial dealings, but she did know she was behind. He was, they were behind on the taxes, but then she didn't know anything. And then they say, well, he was addicted to drugs, so you got to understand that there, right? Low balances, his credit cards, and things not going through, not paying for his health care. But every time he need cash, who gave it to him? Daddy. Every time he need cash, what do they do? They got him another corrupt business deal. And then we sit here and we ask these stupid questions on TV about Hunter Biden, right? I, I, I mean, really. These stupid questions like, what, should we follow the evidence? Who asked a question that dumb? Do we follow the evidence? Should we follow the evidence? Should the, should the, should the media do their job, right? That's uh, right. Should, should, we, should we investigate this? The assistant attorney general Olson was asked yesterday if Hunter Biden is a national security threat, listen. If the adult offspring of the president of the United States or the vice president were compromised, that would be a national security threat, right? We speak through our filings in court, uh, and we speak through our actions in in, in open court. Um, so I would, okay, well, how, I would speak to this. Where's the in, laptop? In that position. Do you know where Hunter Biden's laptop is? Again, I'm not going to talk about any potential well, ongoing you know investigation as I sit here. you know where it is? I'm not going to talk about any ongoing you, you, investigation. You come here and you tell I us you follow here. the facts in the law, but you can't even follow a laptop that you guys have had for three years. We follow the facts in the law and we speak in open court about our yeah, cases. But you aren't speaking about this, but you know who is speaking about it? The whistleblowers from the FBI who've gone to, to Senator Grassley and said that you guys purposefully take any information that is that is derogatory about Hunter Biden and you go and rat hole it so that you never have to speak about it in any circumstance. But the good news is you're not the only ones with that laptop. They won't answer these questions, right? Is it a national security threat that Hunter Biden's son is compromised by maybe multiple countries, including Russia, that that would compromise Joe Biden? 
And they're like, oh, well, we, we, we can't really answer that question. How can you not answer that question? You got 150 suspicious activity reports filed by banks on Hunter Biden. You've got out-of-control spending and IRS issues that, that are a mile long. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. Okay. That's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and <laughs> didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how how lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You know, uh, yesterday on Outnumbered, Jesse Waters said 
if the Dems had half the evidence on Trump as they do on Hunter, Trump would be in a, in a max prison right now. A super max. He's right. If they had half the evidence on Trump that they have on Hunter, Trump would probably already be in a super max right now. It was interesting. The topic of Hunter Biden actually never came up in the Lester Holt interview. You'd think a journalist might have questions like, hey, A.G., what's going on with Hunter? The president denied his son made money in China, but he's made millions there. And the president's on the record lying about it. Maybe do you think you should appoint a special counsel? No, never came up. Never came up. Why did it not come up? Because we don't want to talk about it because it's our guy. But this article that one of you sent me was an interesting one. It says the national tragedy of Hunter Biden's laptop, how a country's political corruption, institutional decay and moral decline can be summed up in one sad family saga. The recent release of more gigabytes of images and information from Hunter Biden's laptop adds the evidence that the all out elite effort to bury the scandal before the 2020 election wasn't just to protect Joe Biden the preferred candidate of the American oligarchy. Sure, the 50-plus senior U.S. intelligence professionals who signed a letter, and I, I even forgot this. There's so much news that's broken recently. I forget, and that's why I tell people all the time, go back and listen to our podcast on this, because we did an entire podcast on these 50-plus senior top levels, like FBI, CIA director, uh, directors who signed this letter, right, claiming the laptop's contents were Russian disinformation before the election. Why did they want to stop Donald Trump from sending, you know, angry tweets out as they claimed, right, about this laptop and why they want to bury the story and why they want to silence everybody? It's probably because the 50-plus senior U.S. intelligence professors knew about this the entire time. The U.S. spy chiefs who signed that infamously misleading letter, I would call it a lie, including John Brennan, Leon Panetta, Michael Hayden, and James Clapper, had directed America's foreign intelligence services, all of them were doing this, while Biden was the vice president. And before that chair of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, they knew that his son Hunter was doing uh, business abroad. They knew it was shady. How do we know this? Because it's their job to know what foreign services know about leading U.S. officials and their families and how it might affect U.S. national security. So the question is, they weren't asleep at the wheel. These 50 plus senior U.S. intelligence officials who signed this letter claiming the laptop's contents were Russian disinformation, they knew that it would all come back to their desks at some point. None of these powerful and experienced men, presumably dedicated to defending our national interests as a country, lifted a finger to stop Hunter Biden. The author writes, and really, how could they? He was Joe Biden's son, after all. And by doing nothing about him, the pillars of the America's intelligence community became the curators of the Biden family scandal. When Trump started asking questions in 2019 about Hunter and his father, 
prompted by Joe Biden's public comments about protecting Hunter's business associates abroad, it became clear that the only way to contain the mushrooming scandal involving key U.S. intelligence interests in Ukraine and China, a scandal whose that magnitude they had known about for a decade, was to provide the former vice president with all the resources the U.S. government could muster to make it go away, to help make him the president of the United States of America. And that's exactly what these scumbags did. There's so much data on Hunter Biden's laptop that's hard to keep straight. The sequence of images and information that have come from it since the New York Post started sourcing stories to the personal computer back in October of 2020. The most recent release includes 80,000 images that a Switzerland-based cyber expert recovered from deleted iPad and iPhone accounts backed up on the laptop. There are more pictures, more texts, more emails about the younger Biden's business deals, drug use, sex life, and family relations. Hunter referred to his stepmother, First Lady Joe Biden, as a vindictive moron. There's contact nicknames. One of them is Pedo Peter, which appears to be a reference to somebody in the family. Joe Biden often used the alias Peter Henderson, by the way, the name of a character in a Tom Clancy novel when he traveled. Just connect some dots there. I'm just throwing it out there for you, the author says here. Quote, I saw about two dozen images of young girls in suggestive poses and then stopped looking. Is what Jack Maxey, a former co-host of Steve Bannon's War Room, and the source of the laptop data later authenticated by the Washington Post and Daily Mail said. That's why I keep asking for some sheriff somewhere to get involved and do this the right way. That's what he said in a phone call. It has to be done under lawful conditions. It was Max who got the Washington Post to admit that the information on Hunter Biden's laptop is in fact genuine. In fact, in June 2021, Maxie brought the paper, a copy of the hard drive, from the computer that Biden left with that Delaware repairman in April of 19. The repairman had said he offered the laptop to the FBI in July of that year and heard nothing back until five months later when the Bureau confiscated it from him. That was December of 2019, when U.S. spy services were using congressional allies to impeach Donald Trump for asking questions about the Biden's activities in Ukraine which are described on Hunter Biden's laptop extensively. In September of 2020, the repairman gave a copy of the hard drive to Rudy Giuliani's lawyer. The former New York City mayor had been investigating the Biden's work in Ukraine for nearly two years at the point after receiving a tip from a former federal prosecutor. Giuliani helped disseminate copies of the hard drive, one of which Mackey took to the Washington Post. Nine months after Maxie sat with the Post reporters to explain the content of the hard drive, the paper reported its own independent authentication of 22,000 emails in March of 2022. But that's after the fix was already in and Joe Biden was your president. These included communications regarding a deal with a Chinese communist energy company that earned Hunter $5 million and his work with Burisma. The Ukrainian Ukrainian energy firm that paid him eight hundred or excuse me eighty three thousand dollars per month to sit on its board. His father later boasted in public that he threatened to withhold a billion dollars in loan guarantees to Ukraine unless the central government in Ukraine in Kiev fired the prosecutor that was investigating Burisma. 
At roughly the same exact time the Washington Post authenticated the emails, guess what happened? The New York Times also verified communications found on Hunter Biden's laptop computer, but the fix was already in because they were almost two years late. The election had already happened. So, have America's two most prestigious newsprint organizations at last acknowledged that they were wrong to believe that former intelligence officials who claimed that the New York Post's October 2020 reporting on the Biden laptop was, quote, Russian disinformation? Of course not. They were and remain proud of their role in helping push Trump out of the Washington, D.C. area. According to one survey, one out of six Biden voters said that they, that had they known about Hunter's laptop in time, they wouldn't have voted for Joe Biden. One in six Biden voters say if they would have known about the story, and that's why they didn't report on it before the election. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. Okay. That's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how how lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. 
Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been The podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. What concerned the press wasn't that they'd missed a big story or that they'd participated in a campaign run by U.S. intelligence services to prevent American voters from learning about the extent of the Biden's political and moral corruption. Rather, they were worried that at an even bigger story would come out about the Bidens. They were worried that that story might be coming down the road. Maxi says he called the Post in March to say that he was taking the hard drive to Switzerland to meet with a cyber expert named Vincent Kaufman, who told him he thought he could retrieve material deleted from the laptop. The Times published its story two days after Maxi landed in Zurich. And the Post published its own investigation two weeks later, pronouncing some of the emails genuine, while claiming it's hard to tell with others. As a longtime platform for U.S. intelligence operations and owned by the same man, Jeff Bezos, who owns the cloud computing technology that Amazon Web Services uses to store, you ready for this, the CIA information. The Post wanted to help the White House get ahead of potential problems we now know. Maxie says that after he saw two dozen images of young girls, he told Kaufman not to look anymore. I don't know how many he looked at, says Maxie. He was disturbed by what he saw and that no one would do anything about it. He's a moral person with an incredible skill set, but has no life experience. He's a 31-year-old guy with a bag of chocolate bars or a Diet Coke in one hand and a computer mouse in the other. Tablet tried to reach Kaufman for comment, but he did not hear back. Kaufman began posting some of the material on 4chan, the anonymous posting board where the messaging operation Akon started. Users copied the images and text and seeded it on social media platforms like Twitter. Maxie says he never would have released it. From day one, I told Vincent that we can't release any of this material. Maxie says he also saw information on the laptop that has direct implications for U.S. national security. According to Maxi, this material includes documents relating to Pentagon cyber programs and others regarding the former FBI director, Louis Free. According to a previously released email on Hunter's laptop, former FBI director Louis Free worked with him to help a Romanian tycoon evade bribery charges. It's kind of a big story, folks, that I just told you. Make a mental note of that. In April of 2016, according to an earlier trove of emails, former FBI Director Louis Free deposited $100,000 in a trust fund for two of Joe Biden's grandchildren. Quote, Vincent thought the media was covering for the Bidens, Maxie said, which is true. He also thought I was shielding them. He couldn't understand why nothing was happening. He couldn't believe people wouldn't protect children, so he felt he needed to deal with it. Maxie says that since Kaufman posted material online, he's spoken with several sheriffs who have reached out to help, and it looks like we can resolve this. 
Outside of the New York Post, Fox News, and the Daily Mail, the press has ignored the latest release as it did with previous releases of Hunter's emails. Still, it seems the Biden administration isn't taking any chances. In fact, the Treasury Department is now in on the cover-up. They have rebuffed requests from Republican lawmakers to release the suspicious activity reports, also known as SARS, related to Hunter Biden that might shed more light on the foreign entanglements outlined in the laptop's information and his father's possible involvement. While Biden said he never spoke with his son about his business abroad, a voicemail from another recently released laptop cache shows the president was being less than forthright. In other words, he's a liar. He knew about his son's business dealings. In fact, he knew so much about his son's business dealings with a Chinese communist energy firm and one of its top officials, Patrick Ho, that after the New York Times published a softball article in December of 2018 about Hunter's work with Ho and other businessmen tied to the Chinese Communist Party, Biden left a message for his son saying, quote, I think you're clear. Of course, Hunter was clear. The FBI was watching over him. The Bureau knew what he was doing because it obtained a Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act or a FISA warrant in 2017 on Ho. In fact, Ho was called the spy chief of China by Hunter Biden. And Hunter Biden was working with the spy chief of China and the FBI knew it because they had a FISA warrant to, to look at Ho, to spy on Ho. With a spy warrant, the U.S. domestic intelligence services had access to every electronic communication between Ho and his business partner, Joe Biden's son. Had the FBI wanted, it would have been able to, to access Joe Biden's communications as well under that FISA warrant. The Bureau, by the way, used a FISA warrant on a 2016 Trump campaign advisor to spy on the entire campaign, as well as Trump's transition team, and then when he was in the White House. Don't forget, Donald Trump told us he was being spied on, and the left and the media said he was crazy, and that never happened. While the Justice Department charged and convicted Ho with bribing African officials and money laundering, Hunter Biden and his father had told him he was in the clear. Apparently, they were right. Now, reports like the ones the Treasury Department is now withholding formed the basis, we now know, of a September 2020 Senate Republican investigation. That investigation done by Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin and Chuck Grassley of Iowa that documented Hunter Biden's business dealings with foreign officials and companies. It included his relationship with Burisma in Ukraine. We know about that. It also included the Chinese Energy Company, which also gave money to the president's brother, Jim, and his wife, Sarah. It also gave money to the widow of the former mayor of Moscow, from whom Hunter also received $3.5 million from Elena, an oligarch in Russia. The FBI tried to shape reception of the GOP Senate report by going to Johnson a month before its release and telling him, quote, he was a target of Russian disinformation. He didn't request this information, right, from the FBI. They just showed up to tell him that, right? Oh, well, you're getting played, Senator Johnson. And then guess what they did? They leaked it to try to look like these two Republican senators were being used by Russia, by the Kremlin, by Putin's guys. Johnson's on the record as saying this last week, quote, I asked the briefers what specific evidence they had regarding this warning, and they could not provide me anything other than the generalized warning. 
That's what the Johnson said. Johnson told the, the Washington Post. He said, quote, I suspected that the briefing was being given to to me to be used at some further date, some future date for the purpose that it is now being used. That is, the FBI told Johnson that he was being targeted by the Russians, and then they leaked their own comments to the press. So that after the senator's report was published, the Bureau's media partners could dismiss it as Russian disinformation, even though it was sourced to Treasury Department documents. Like clockwork, just days after Johnson's report came out, here's the headline. The New York Times called it a rehashing of unproven allegations that echoed a Russian disinformation campaign. So the FBI shows up. They know what the senator has is real. They brief a Senate. These senators saying you're a target of Russian disinformation. They give no evidence to the senators. And then they use that to go out there and say, you've been bamboozled. Don't trust these senators and their findings. Giuliani also sat down with another journalist from OAN. They visited Kiev in December of 2019 in Ukraine to pursue the Biden investigation. And they came away with the 2006 of what appears to be Joe Biden telling then president of Ukraine, Poroshenko, to bury evidence incriminating them both if the newly elected Trump found it. Is the tape real? Who knows? If anonymous U.S. intelligence officials say the information based on Treasury Department documents or lies made in Moscow, what isn't Russian disinformation, right? The play is safe. The Biden campaign fed that email inquiry from an OAN reporter to a journalist from The Atlantic. Why do they do this? To frame OAN's reporting as what else? Quote, Russian disinformation. The claim the Atlantic then sourced back to three U.S. national security officials. Well, when you got 50 of them that already say that everything about Hunter Biden's laptop was disinformation, then it's easy to find three U.S. national security officials to say anything else that makes Biden look bad is disinformation from Russia. And that's how the October 19, 2020 letter Signed by more than 50 former U.S. spies, worked too. To substantiate their assessment that the laptop was Russian disinformation, former U.S. intelligence officials cited as evidence a Washington Post story published four days earlier, which reported that, according to four former U.S. intelligence officials, U.S. intelligence officials had warned the White House that Giuliani, The man who put the laptop in front of American voters had been targeted by Russians, you guessed it, for Russian disinformation. So every single time something like this comes up, every single time that something like this happens, every single time that something like this shows up, you know what happens. They say it is Russian disinformation. That's what they say. They say it's Russian disinformation Every time, because that's their only alibi. That is all they can tell you. And if that doesn't work, don't worry. Any new news coming out of China? They'll describe that as China disinformation. Now, here's the question this raises. Why is it when it comes to Biden's, it's always the U.S. government misleading the American people? Why is it always the U.S. government who's passing disinformation on to the American people? It's because they think you're stupid and gullible. 
Why is CNN turning on Hunter Biden and Joe Biden? It is because they understand that this is such a big story now and they don't want it actually to go away because it's a way that you get rid of Joe Biden. My prediction is that the White House is expecting at some point for Hunter Biden to be indicted. And if Republicans take the House and Senate, that they will investigate Hunter, Joe and James Biden. Democrats will not protect them like they normally traditionally would because they actually want to make sure that they get a new candidate. Now, they don't want Kamala Harris. Gavin Newsom smelling blood in the water is the first Democrat to really just straight out openly look like I'm running for president because I know that Joe Biden's done. There's other Democrats that have been careful or cautious to look like they're an opportunist in this scenario. Gavin Newsom's a smart guy, by the way. All right. He's a liberal Democrat. but He's a very smart guy. And he understands that he who strikes first is going to have a huge advantage. I applaud him because he sees the writing on the wall and he realizes what I think even the White House now realizes. They're in deep trouble. Hunter Biden's in deep trouble. And now Joe Biden's in deep trouble. And CNN understands that the Democratic Party needs to not have Joe Biden around for reelection. That's why they spent three minutes and 46 seconds breaking news about the lavish lifestyle and how he owed the IRS hundreds of thousands in back taxes and constantly was running out of money, even though he was making a killing. Take a listen. The emails posted by a right-wing operative on the Internet have long been used as a political weapon against President Joe Biden. But it's his son, Hunter, who's facing potential federal charges. As CNN first reported, prosecutors in Delaware are narrowing in on potential tax violations in their investigation of Hunter Biden. These emails, forensically authenticated for CNN, reveal Hunter Biden was repeatedly warned about deep debts and years of back taxes. This, despite having a lavish income that included as much as $50,000 a month for sitting on the board of Burisma, the Ukrainian energy company. A 2019 spreadsheet sent to Biden from his assistant details more than half a million dollars in bills due or past due, including hundreds of thousands in taxes over several years. The emails show he knew he was delinquent. October 2018, his accountant wrote, they are late, noting that Biden had missed an already extended tax filing deadline of October 15th. Two weeks later, your 2017 tax returns are still unfiled, the accountant reminded Biden. The next day, you need to get 2017 filed so we can try to work out a payment schedule. The accountant told Biden the IRS was also demanding a payment from 2015. They want $158,000, the accountant wrote. The 2018 federal taxes of 471000 will be in addition. IRS has notified the State Department and they will not renew your passport until this is resolved. He was struggling under a massive drug addiction and that's heartbreaking and painful. In past interviews, both Biden and his ex-wife say Biden's financial issues became worse with the death of his brother and his drug use. I went one time for 13 days without sleeping and smoking crack and drinking vodka exclusively throughout that entire time. The couple divorced and Hunter would owe $37,000 a month. By, by the way, just, just notice how CNN just used the ex-wife 
and the story and just used everything that just happened, right, that he was doing and involved in, and they just gave you, and this is what I've been telling you all along, Hunter Biden, his drug addiction is the alibi. That's it. Well, he's a drug addict, so we should rehab him and not charge him with crimes. And James Biden, his uncle, and Joe Biden, his own father, took advantage of his hardcore drug addiction, knowing that they could exploit it for their family's financial gain. And when you think about how sick you have to be, how evil you have to be as a parent to actually look at your child's drug addiction as an opportunity to financially exploit it for your personal gain. They looked at Hunter Biden and they saw a guy that was an addict and they said, all right, well, if he's going to be an addict, at least make money off of him. He can do crap we could never justify and he can do it because he's an addict. And then if we get caught, that is the alibi that, well, he's an addict and he didn't know what he was doing. And you just heard 35 seconds of that exact alibi from CNN because they're all buying into it. This is the whole ball game, folks. Right. This I mean, this is everything. This is the entire ball game. You exploit your son. Maybe the phone rings and he's dead and ODs, but we got rich. Maybe the phone rings and it's the feds, but we can make that go away. Maybe it's the banks calling 150 times for suspicious activities. We have the alibi. Keep the money flowing. And the reason why the money is flowing is because we're exploiting the addiction of our son. You know, this morning, I'm going to hit pause on the CNN report to, to take you to another report. And this other report is on CNBC this morning. And CNBC this morning was talking about the Washington, or excuse me, the New York Post front page about Hunter Biden and the big guy and Joe Biden's involvement. And they immediately discredited the report by saying, well, this isn't the New York Times. This isn't the Washington Post. I mean, we all know this is that kind of, you know, crazy newspaper, which, by the way, has gotten it all right on Hunter Biden so far. And it's the one newspaper that had the guts to actually ex- expose the Biden crime family. And so CNBC tries to downplay the Post like they get it wrong all the time, which they don't. But they try to exploit it like, well, you know, this is kind of like a one-off newspaper. However, and they asked their guests, Tom Friedman, Should the media pursue the Hunter Biden story wherever it leads? That's a real question they ask. Like, should we pursue the Hunter Biden story wherever it leads? What you're implying is that the media should not. And there's solid reasons why they shouldn't pursue the Hunter Biden story, because it might lead to the highest levels of corruption at the FBI, at the DOJ, at the State Department, at the vice president's office. Hell, at this point, you got to ask the question, what did Barack Obama know? And when did he know it about his White House being used for financial gain of the Biden family? He had to have warnings and know that Hunter Biden was in and out with associates from shady bad actors from Russia to the Middle East to Ukraine. He had to know that these meetings, somebody had to tell the, the, you know, Barack Obama, your vice president is whoring out this administration's power for his own personal gain with his son like there's no way he didn't know i will keep exposing this story and i will keep telling you about this story please make sure you share this podcast hit that forward button share it with your family and your friends and i will see you back here tomorrow
Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.